Hello and welcome to another episode of Design and Style. I am one of your co-hosts, Dixie with Dixie Willard Design. And with me as always is the beautiful effervescent Rachel Moriarty with um, that's my new that's going to be my yeah, new I love effervescent it. thing. Rachel Moriarty with Rachel Moriarty Interiors. And today we are uber excited. We're always excited, but today's uber excited. Uber excited, yeah. Because we are excited to introduce to our community, RPR. What what is your actual title? Is it a consultant? I'm your fairy godmother. You are our fairy. fairy. <laughs> that's your. That's my actual title. Um, yeah, I guess I'm a consultant. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you call? What is the title though? Is it? I'm a PR manager, publicist, PR manager. Um, PR manager. I answer to a lot of things, so. Yes. So we are so excited because I think, um, you know, in our, in our group, we focus on visibility. Yep. And so we decided after working with you that we were going to go visibility, we call it, we're calling it visibility 2.0. And, um, because, you know, there, there's visibility, but when we got to work with you, you know, you really put a delineation on there's visibility and there's PR and they really are two different things. They really are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So why don't you tell us about you and your business really quickly, introduce yourself and then we can um, get into the meat potatoes. Sure. Uh, (laughs) My, my business is wildflower promotions and media management and I do PR, I do marketing outreach and I do um, event creation. So a little bit of everything. I've been um, full-time in my business since June. That was my side hustle for a year prior to that. Um, And I've spent 25 years in the nonprofit sector, and every job I had had a PR component to it, as well as fundraising, event planning, you know, that whole, the kind of that whole gamut. When you're in the nonprofit sector, there's not as many employees, so you have to wear multiple hats. So people kind of wonder, well, how'd you get all of that under one roof? That's how I was usually a one-stop shop. So, um, so that's my story. So I've been doing this for over 25 years. So speaking of events, we met you at our visibility conference, which is our yes. first ever event. So yes. we're happy to have an event person uh, partnering with us because <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be more. Um, yeah. By the way, I have a few things to talk to you about later. Oh. Oh. That was for you, I believe, Rachel. Was that me or was that Mindy? It's for both of you. Oh, <laughs> all right. Cool. <laughs> I'm, addicted. I'm addicted to in, in real life, to hashtag IRL. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that you really introduced us to is something you call a one-pager. I don't know if that's an industry term or if that's a real thing, um, but... Let's talk about that because we really, you know, most of our community are designers just like Dixie and I. We mm-hmm. are solo firms, uh, solo or small, maybe right. or maybe VA, you know, maybe a design assistant, but not big firms. Um, and we are wearing all the hats right. as well. Yep. So some people are, you know, I, I remember um, our coach, Samantha Parker, telling us, you know, very early on, you're going to need a PR person before you think you do, you you know, and it was like, yeah, 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 kick the can down the road. And then all of a sudden we were like, oh, we needed one like 
two weeks ago. You know, we're just, we called you very frantic, right? Um, so, you know, just to say to other designers, you know, you will need a PR person before you think you do, whether you think you do or not. And I wish I would have, you know, heeded that warning and known how to prepare to work with you. Right. More effect, you know, more effectively so we could just go, Keep you know, so we're, you know, we, of yeah. course, like everything else, Dixie and I do, we jump in with both feet and then figure it out and, you know. Don't we all do that? Yes, exactly. And I think it probably makes sense to explain, to start by explaining the difference. Yes. Let's before do that. we talk about the one pager because yes. visibility and PR are so different. Um, I do PR for a living. Yet when it comes to visibility, me personally, I don't do it. So I know firsthand what the difference really is. Um, you can be visible all you want online. Um, if you're trying to do anything in real life, if you're trying to build a community, if you're trying to reach a certain um, industry like you guys are doing, you really want a person on your team who can um, – draft press releases, send them to the media, pitch you to, um, you know, your local daytime talk shows, mm -hmm. pitch you to other podcasts. Um, you guys are great. You have people coming to you to be on your podcast, but there are people who don't have time to do the research, to invite the guests. I do that for them. I am managing their, their podcast guest list and their podcast schedule to be guests. So that's really the difference. You, of course, want to be visible so people get to know you. You have your brand. You're putting that out there. Um, but true public relations is connecting to the media. And what I really try and do is make sure, um, you know, Rachel, you're in San Diego. Dixie, you're in Maryland. No. No. Tennessee. I, have no, I know where you are. It's because I was just talking about somebody from Maryland. I know where you are. I'm in Tennessee. You're in Tennessee. <laughs> You're on different sides of the country, and you both have your own individual media outlets. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though you're one business, mm -hmm. you still want to connect with your local communities. And so that's part of what I'm doing, trying to make sure that your local media knows who you are, that you can start to build up your communities in real life and get that message out there. So that's, that's really the difference between being visible and having someone managing your, your public relations. Exactly. Okay. And yeah. I think for interior designers, it's so it, important for us, um, you know, everybody's trying to build an online presence but i think just as dixie has proven when she moved to you know um Mara that's why that's why that's why i that's almost said maryland myself Maryville. <laughs> uh you know not knowing a soul and building her business from scratch in her local community you i i'm sort of doing things backwards because i i was doing e-design. I started as an e-designer, a virtual right. designer, online designer. So I was going for that online presence. Um, but then I was like, oh, I, I really like working hands-on. So now mm -hmm. I'm kind of working backwards and in back into my mm -hmm. local community. Um, but most people, most normal people start in their local. And I think that that is one of the things, there's so many opportunities. I see people 
you know, other designers or whatever, giving tips and stuff in, you know, local publications or on our local news mm -hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, yep. Oh, I could that could be that. you. Like, exactly. That. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea. And I, and I really, I can be visible, but I can't pitch myself. That is one thing that I, <laughs> I cannot do. There's no right. way. Right. Yeah. I have the same problem pitching myself. It's a challenge for me to be able to do that. It's much easier to pitch someone else. Yeah. That's just the way it works. Another important thing to think about, you know, when we, um, we met, it was only, a, I think, a week before the visibility conference. Um, and that's really not even enough time. You know, we sent out, I sent out some press releases and it got some hits. But, but if you're going to have someone help you with your public relations and you've got an event coming up or you want to start planning an event, those seeds need to start planting weeks ahead of time, not the week before. Right. So I want to encourage people that are listening that if you think you're going to need some help, do it sooner than later. At least run it past you to, you yeah. know, see if there's like a good timeline or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. One of the things I'll tell you that has been um, invaluable, I think, about having you as a partner is when Dixie and I get into... <laughs> kind of realms that are new to us because we're interior designers, but now we have the design and style brand, right? which is a completely different market. And, mm -hmm. you know, and so we kind of get ourselves into these situ situations and we're like, what are we doing? You know, where mm -hmm. if it was, a, you know, as an interior designer, we would feel, you know, we've been doing that since, you know, 2005 or whatever. So that we're very comfortable in that. Um, but it's just great. I don't think people realize the value of just having someone to call up and say, hey, we've got this next th thing and what do we do? And just talk it through. And you're just so calm because you're not in it. Right. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. one, you're in it because we've pulled you in, but you're one away and you kind of keep a level head about mm -hmm. it. And we're, we kind of come to you sounding like howler monkeys sometimes. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a brand manager in essence because I want to make sure that whatever you're going to be doing fits with your brand. Um, you know, traditional public relations is spin control. Yes. You know, and, and I've shared publicly some recent nightmares that I've been Please dealing with. You do the spin uh, control. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know if it's starting to rain or what is happening. Um, but if, especially if you have events in real life, if you are meeting with your community, if you're having events, you want to have a PR person in case something goes wrong. You need to, I always refer to myself as an apocalypse planner, even though I'm not a prepper here in my house. Um, but for, for my clients, I'm the apocalypse planner. I want to make sure that if you're going to have an event, for example, a mud run, that there's going to be mud. Right. You know, and if there's a drought, <laughs> then I'm going to make sure to bring to your attention that, hey, we're dealing with a drought. What's the backup plan? That's right. just an example. Um, yeah. You know, but traditional PR used to be, you know, you'd work for a big firm and you were the spin control. If something went wrong, the PR person was out there spinning it to make it, you know, a positive in the, you know, no, no, there's no such thing as bad PR. That's true to an extent. Right. So, yeah. Right. So 
One of the first things we talked about when we all started working together is this one pager that I was referencing. Yes. And I just got mine done for my Rachel Moriarty brand. And I can't believe I never had one before. Right. So let's talk about the elements. Yeah. So here's, here's kind of like a, a do it yourself kind of a guide to PR. Um, if, if you can't at this point bring someone on with, with my skill set, there are a couple of items that you should have ready to go. Your media kit that, you know, it's all encompassing. You need to have a media kit. If you are planning on um, working with other brands, looking for sponsors, wanting to be a guest speaker, um, whatever it is, you need to have your media kit. And first and foremost, you should have your one pager, really a, a one sheet of who you are. It's kind of like your modern day resume. Um, except it should have a photo, it should have your accomplishments, it should have um, any publications you've been in, um, any awards, you know, it's something that you can quickly email off to someone to say, this is who I am in a snapshot. So that when people say, hey, can you send me your bio? You don't have that moment of panic that I see happening. I'm guilty of it quite often, I'm actually. I'm guilty too, and I have my own one sheet. <laughs> But a you have a moment of panic. And one sheet. Yeah. And that's another piece to the PR. You know, mm -hmm. your bio is not necessarily the same as your one sheet. Right. Your bio is a very short, succinct few sentences about your background, who you are, where you came from, what you do. Mm -hmm. Your one sheet really gives you that um, in-depth look of what you've accomplished. Mm -hmm. And, you know links to all your social media. Yes. Um, it talks about numbers of followers. It really gives a more, especially for online businesses, really gives, um, you know, you've got your podcast. You're going to want to highlight that mm -hmm. on your one sheet and talk about your podcast and how many downloads, how many guests you've had, how long, how many episodes, all that good stuff. That all goes on a one sheet. All right. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, you're going to send me your one sheet so yes. you can take a look at yes, it. Yes, exactly. Um, something came up. I think that also the reason we wanted to introduce you to our community is because uh, I think we're uniquely positioned to get those sponsorships, mm -hmm. right? Because all of us are design bloggers and not a lot of us are leveraging the fact that we're design bloggers and we can you know there's all these it i think a lot of people are just missing opportunities for these different income streams they're depending on the one-on-one -on -one design right. projects um and you know the, the, it's cyclical right sure. you know, next time you're going to go down you know holidays you go down if you right. miss anything if you hit thanksgiving and you haven't done all these makeovers then you know you're dead until beginning right. of the year sort of thing, unless you've got some long-term project. Right. Um, but so there's other, you know, there's other ways that people, you could, you could be pitching, having somebody pitch you to your local news to give holiday tips and, you know, all that Ooh. stuff that will set you up for new clients in the new year or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Um, another example, um, I'm working with a hair salon here locally. Um, they hired me for a one-off that's their four-year anniversary. So for the month of November, uh, I came up with a 
promotional plan of 30 days of giveaways, and they're going to be giving um, different gift certificates to customers all via social media, but they're also going to make financial contributions each week to four different nonprofits in the Chattanooga area. And so, yep. And so I already sent out a release and I'm pitching them to the local media just to get them some additional exposure, but absolutely. um, Designers can be um, giving tips for decorating. I can also, you know, work with, I think I mentioned to you, I worked in senior housing for seven years Mm -hmm. and I had to work with stagers Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the clients that I was working with typically had a home to sell. So there's ways that I can help you come up with collaborations um, and partnerships, not even just sponsorships, but partnerships, especially coming from the nonprofit world. I've raised a lot of money and I have had to figure out ways to make things happen without a budget. And mm-hmm. so my ability to kind of see out of the box and come up with some unique ideas for collaborations is something that um, I'm proud to say I'm able to do. <laughs> well, that was actually one of the reasons why we decided to to go with you because we, um, we also wanted somebody that wasn't in our industry, actually, because I feel like you have a unique way of seeing what we do mm-hmm. where some of the people, and not to, you know, not to diss anybody, but I feel like um, sometimes industry PR can be more focused on architectural digest and, you know, stuff where, where that's not where we want to be. And that's, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's like, oh, well, you're not ready for us sort of thing. And so we, we thought we really want somebody that we can resonate with and who's out of the box, who knows smaller businesses. Um, who understands the online world. Yes. Your brand is online and that is probably very out of the box in your industry as it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's absolutely. And if you do have a lot of other designers who are blogging or who have podcasts, they're probably not taking advantage of some of the partnerships, sponsorships, collaborations that could be out there for them. Yeah, no, we know they're not. That's why That's why we definitely wanted to get the ball rolling on this visibility. Oh, yeah, the sun is coming back. I know, I just saw like your face no. light up. I'm like, oh. Sorry, it got so dark as soon as you hit record. I said I thought a storm was just coming up. <laughs> that's perfectly um, symmetrical with what just started happening here because it started there, pouring. There you Did go. Did it? How funny. Yeah. So the next thing is um, press release. Okay. Let's it, talk but about I want to even know if we need to talk about a media list. What comes first, the media list or the press release? Well, it depends. <laughs> it really depends. It really depends. So I will sometimes do the release first because I'll figure out the niche that I need to then focus on to put together my media list because you don't always want to send to the same People, it really, and especially for you in your industry, I would think that you're probably, anybody that's going to be pitching, um, and we've talked about industry magazines and things like that, it's going to be very specific to the topic. So it really depends. Um, However, if you want to start compiling a media list, the first thing I would do for a a do-it-yourself is look at your local TV stations, look at your local newspapers, your local radio. Go to their websites, go to the contact us page and just jot down, create a spreadsheet with all the email addresses for the newsrooms. 
You know, it's usually okay. news at blah, blah, blah. Um, because that's the easiest way to start with a kind of a generic media list. Mm -hmm. Then if there are, um, in those newspapers, if there are sections that you read that you know focus on design, try and get some of the contacts, you know, the emails for the writers of those sections, the journalists, so that you can pitch to them individually. But to just do like a, a general, um, you know, you're launching, my cat is playing the piano, I don't know if you heard that. He just walked across the keys. Um, if you're gonna have a meetup, you're doing something in real life and you just wanna kinda get it out there, sending it to all of your local media generically is probably sufficient and you might get a couple of hits on that. It really depends on what you're doing. More importantly is the press release itself. And I really, you know, doing your own press release is really challenging because again, you're promoting yourself and we tend to have a hard time doing that. Well, and I can, I was working on trying to do one for the visibility conference before you came along and it was a night. I mean, I had template after template after template that I looked at and I was like, okay, I know how to do this. It was a, no, I didn't know how to do this. And it was so funny because Mindy came in she's like, what do I need to know? I give it to her and boom, I have a press release that I, it, it was night and day, the difference between, and this is, it's, it's kind of like when our clients talk to us about designing their home, they mm -hmm. struggle with it big time. And we're exactly. like, oh, I got this. Exactly. It's, it's just something that, you know, I'm used to, but mm -hmm. here are a couple of pointers. One, it always has to be in the third person. Flat out. The first thing you need to know, do not write a press release with I, we, that's it. You put I in there or my business and you're done. Um, and you can Google templates, you can Google um, associated press guidelines, and you'll make yourself sick to your stomach, to, yeah, yes. trying to figure it all out. Um, Grammarly, Grammarly, you know, that app Grammarly that uh -huh. can do your grammar check. If you're going to write a press release, get Grammarly, please, and have it automatically <laughs> check your grammar. Um, but, but a press release really needs to have a couple of key components. You've got to have a headline that's going to grab attention. You need to have the body of your release. I always say you want to have a quote in there um, from your sponsor, your the partner that you're collaborating with, or even if it's from you, even if you're writing your own press release. And again, when you're doing it yourself, that's where you get hung up. Because now you're writing about you in the third person and then have to figure oh, out how to put a quote in there. Yeah. And quoting yourself, exactly, <laughs> isn't always necessarily easy to do. Um, and then you want to make sure that your contact information is in there and having it in there in a format uh, where the media can just quickly copy and paste. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing about a press release. When I send out a press release, I copy and paste all the text into the body of the email. I also attach a PDF version and the word document version. This way, it makes it super easy for any of the media uh -huh. contacts to just take it and run with it. They don't have to retype anything. They have the, the document right there if they want to edit it, if they want to pull from it. They've got every possible version. And then I will always attach the logo or photos for the people that I'm talking about. And so... Um, I'm happy to share a couple of sample press releases if anybody wants me to send them one. Um, again, you can just Google a press release and you'll get a million samples online. Oh yeah. 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 You will. Yeah. 
And if you're like me and you like to research things before you do them, you will go through all million of them and go, holy crap, what have I got? And then if you think about how much money you just lost by spending all of those hours researching versus just paying me an hour of my time to bang it out for you, it really is a big difference. That being said, I, you know, people want to try and do it on their own. I get it. I, I totally do. Um, the other important thing to think about with press releases or at least to prepare yourself for the press release is that just because you write it doesn't mean it's going to get a hit anywhere. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like the, if you build it, they will come myth that we all know is not true. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with a press release. Just because you write it and distribute does not mean it's going to get picked up anywhere. You don't know what else is going on in the world. You may think that what you're doing sounds phenomenal. Why wouldn't everybody want to know about the newest color that just came out from whomever or that this partnership is coming to fruition for you? And then the president goes and sends out a tweet and the news media is looking at everything else. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there goes your press release. Depending on what time you hit send versus what time something else in the world happened, So, you know, you have to go in with the expectation of nothing is going to happen from this. um, And a press release should not just be a one-time thing. You got to follow up on it. And that's where having your media list is helpful. You want to know who you should be talking to, who Mm -hmm. you can follow up with, um, make sure it was received and see what they're going to be able to do or not do with it. So what does the follow-up look like? If you're, if you're doing the follow-up yourself, what, what do you need to be Um, well, it, a lot of times I'll make a phone call. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll follow up with just an email. Can you verify that you got this? Uh, You know, you're not going to get them to commit. No one's going to send you an email and commit to, we received it and we're going to publish something about it next Tuesday at three o'clock. Check out our website then. Um, with local media or, or media outlets that I work with more frequently, even if they're not local here in Chattanooga, I build that relationship. I can pick up the phone ahead of time and call. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can call the writer of a certain um, um, publication. Thank you. Publication or um, column. Column was the word I was trying to come up with in the paper and say, hey, I'm going to be sending this your way. So it's all about relationship building. It's visibility, but on a different level. Thank God we have Mindy. (laughs) I just was thinking of follow, when you're like, follow up and pick up the phone. I was like, oh, no, no, not happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm a VA PR. There's probably some more. Initials I can More come initials up with. We can Your slasher, yeah. Slash this, slash that. Slash yeah. miracle worker, slash fairy, godmother. fairy godmother. Yeah. Exactly. Celebrity stalker. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. What were you going to say, Dixie? Were you going to say something? Uh, probably. I don't know. Oh, it just, it just left. It just left. So we are doing a vis- visibility 2.0 challenge in our um, Facebook community group. Yep. So, um, we are going to start talking about this one pager mm-hmm. and get people, you know, start to start thinking about this stuff. You have a product coming out. Is it out or is it coming out like a DIY media kit? It's not out per se yet. It's okay. ready. 
it's I ready. just don't have my landing page and stuff set up to do anything with it. Okay. Because you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I get myself it. is not <laughs> I get something it. I'm good at doing. <laughs> we get it. Yep. Um, and, you know, just for people that are in our group and that, you know, listen to our podcast, if they've been following us, they have definitely seen proof in the pudding. They've seen a ramping up since also since we started working with you, starting from our visibility mm -hmm. conference to, you know, we've had a couple of events and partnerships and, um, you know, so really once I think once you start taking you yourself and your brand seriously and you know make that step to connect with the PR person things happen too right. you know when you start mm -hmm. doing a, you know the one sheet I was like oh okay okay you know like when I start pulling away from myself and look at myself as that brand you know, mm -hmm. it's different mm -hmm. and it's so hard mm -hmm. for us to do ourselves. It right. really is. Um, but I really think this is important for our community. Um, there's definitely opportunities being missed left and right. And um, I think I think that's why we definitely wanted to have you on and to run this challenge. And so our challenge is we're going to be going over, you know, the, some of the points that we talked about during this week in our group. Yep. And the we have a little prize, right, Dix, at the end of it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had that panicked look. No, we do. We, I believe, are going to have a prize in the form of a free 30-minute call with Mindy to get her help on a press release. Yep. Yeah, That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So awesome. what do they need to do to be able to be eligible for that free call? So if they want help with a press release or for me to write a press release, because I can probably bang one out in a half an hour if absolutely needed, um, here's what I would love to see. I would love to see your community come up with their one sheets, mm -hmm. come up with a short media list mm -hmm. of who they would want to target and come up with a headline or the story that they want pitched. Mm-hmm. So whether it's connecting you to your local community, um, you know, are, are you as a designer, are you having meetups and you want your local community to know? Well, if you come to me, if you submit or to you guys and then you choose your winner, however you want to do it, your one sheet and your media list and they want help with a press release, I can help you do the press release and then you can distribute it to your local media um, contacts. So um, I would think that everyone should put these key pieces together mm -hmm. and then um, you select a winner and I can help either write it or review one that you've written, um, which may even be the better route because then I can kind of red pen it like a teacher would and say, going forward, you know, these are the things you don't want to do. Right. Um, so I'm totally, you know, I'm totally flexible. That'd be awesome. So basically a half an hour of time however it needs to be used exactly right yep so that's awesome yep. and then we're hoping that you're going to get your diy media kit i i, <laughs> I, I may have a solution for you i'll tell you about it in a minute oh i have it ready to go it's a 10 page uh it's a 10 page workbook telling you the different components of a press release and how to put together your kind of the things that i ran through but obviously in a little more uh detail and there's a sample um, press release in there and other other information. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Sounds 
Perfect. Yes. Thank you so much, Mindy. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. We're so excited. I'm so excited working with you guys. And see who the winner is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great week. So I am looking forward to it. Anything else you need, by all means, let me know. Thanks, Mindy. All right. This podcast was made possible in part through the support of our preferred partners, like the Design Network. The Design Network offers one of the most powerful to-the-trade e-commerce programs in the furniture industry, combining the top brands in furniture, the best prices, and unparalleled logistics all in one place. Go to www.thedesignnetwork.com to join the Design Network's Trade Direct program, create your designer profile, connect with new clients, and start shopping today.